Good evening and welcome to the latest episode of MagicCast. Welcome to episode 173 and a happy new year. A second part of 2023. We'll be reviewing the first game of 2023, which was Roma's 1-0 win over Bologna yesterday during the 10 games in five uh, TV slots across the Wednesday uh, because it was a public holiday in Italy. With me tonight, we got the returning Imran. How are you? Happy holidays, and did you uh, have a good holidays and a good New Year? Yes, uh, very much. So, thank you. Yeah, I've been off for more than a month, and uh, first it was Qatar for the World Cup, and then the normal holidays. So, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was really nice. I had a really good time. Um, in Doha and after that uh, home uh, although it was cold uh, in Oslo but um, it's always something special about being off around New Year so I, I really enjoyed it you sent me a whatsapp message the day you landed saying it was cold when you got to Heathrow and then it was even colder when you got to got back to Norway after being yeah. at, the World, at the World Cup for a, was it eight days yeah, it was eight days, uh, and uh, <laughs> it was uh, it was December, but you know around thirty degrees, so it was really comfortable. And then you come back to minus ten, uh, which was yeah a killer. Ah, uh, it's the ways, it's the ways. I mean, you come back from a nice holiday, and you come back to the absolutely freezing cold weather. I think was it the the cold snap. We're going off topic, and apologies to the Roma fans who wanted to listen to some football. But did you come back when it was the the cold weather when we had it in the UK? Weren't you at Heathrow for a little bit? Yeah, well, uh, yeah, we it was uh, we were there for a few hours just at the airport, but it was really cold. Yeah, it was really cold. It was windy, and it was yeah, it was cold. I think that's when it got to like minus nine, minus ten. But that's enough for the weather. Welcome to the weather podcast, AS Roma weather. Um, which we talk about yesterday's game, uh, Roma one, Bologna nil. Set piece FC strike again. Um, don't know, Lorenzo Pellegrini. I say that in joke. Um, uh, Lorenzo Pellegrini penalty after um, Lucimi's fouled Paolo Dybala. Um, in the opening five minutes, it was a 3.30 p.m. kickoff, 4.30 p.m. local time. Um, the game was sold out. Matteo, who was on the podcast in late 2022, was actually at the game. He sent me a DM earlier today while I was on my lunch. He said he really enjoyed it. And then Roma had to suffer right at the end. Um, I thought Roma played all right for 70 minutes and then defended pretty deep and Lost a bit of legs, which is understandable. They looked a little bit tired at the end. Um, Bologna didn't really play that well until the final 20 minutes, and then it created a couple of half chances through Arnatovic and um, Nicholas Dominguez trying to create the chances through through the middle. Um, what were your thoughts on the first game of 2023? I jokingly said sufferable uh, off, off air. Um <laughs> We have to suffer at times as football fans, but the last 20 minutes were quite tough. Um, but a win's a win to start the year and close the gap on La- both Lazio. Um, I was going to say Inter and Juventus, but they both eked out wins yesterday. Both 1-0 wins, but Lazio lost away at Lecce. It was good to claw some 
points and uh, close the gap onto our local rivals. But overall, what was your thoughts on the game yesterday? Uh, just like many other games earlier this season, it was like the international break didn't happen <laughs> because we just continued where we left off. Uh, yeah, it was uh, just like many other games, um, low quality, uh, yeah, poor in attack. So the same old, I would say. It was nothing different. It's, uh, it's like... It's like you, if you were unhappy with the way the club played or your team played uh, before going to an international break, then you would guess that something would have been done during the break to correct that. But it's like it's like nothing was done because perhaps this is the way we are meant to play and uh, try to eke out wins every now and then. Uh, against the better sides and then try to dominate them smaller I mean uh, smaller teams uh, in terms of um, the results through our quality but uh, yeah not a sustainable way to play um, yeah, we got the win through a penalty but um, it was not really impressive at all it wasn't uh, it wasn't convincing and uh yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> you know, the World Cup made uh, me forget actually how terrible we were, but Roma didn't take too long to, no. to, 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 you know, remind us how, you know, terrible we actually are. Yeah, I watched the game on delay because I was working yesterday. Uh, I knew the result. I managed to catch the last couple of minutes because, um, the, the, um, because I just wanted to see what the result was at the end and saw Roma defend deep. I think I watched it. I had a couple of takeaways where I think now under Mourinho, I think in this latter half and with season two and a part, uh, sorry, the latter half of the 2022 as well was that if Roma score first, they have no problems with just sitting back and defending because they've done it quite a lot under Mourinho and they're happy to get the three points. But if they don't score first, that's where Roma struggle. And you saw that in the Derby game uh, in November, which I think we said on the podcast on Monday was probably the worst performance of 2022. Um, I thought at times Roma looked okay going forward. Uh, Dybala... um, Zaniolo and Pellegrini. It was a bit of a fluid front three, and they were they were created some chances. It's a bit unfortunate that Zaniolo went off injured. I hope it's not a serious injury. Um, Tabala went off with looked like cramps, which because it's understandable because he didn't really feature that much at the World Cup. And to be honest, he uh, he came back from a long injury, pulling a muscle, taking a penalty for Roma against Lecce. Um, he only had that cameo against Torino. Um, I digress a, a little bit, but me, Joey, and Sam were talking about this on our like review of 2022 pod. Do you see Jose switching to a back four? We talked about it a little bit, and there was reports that he will switch. Do you think that will happen anytime soon? I think uh, I think injuries will force him to do it uh, if he, mm. if he gets an injury on some of the central defenders, but. Uh, uh, he, he will definitely not do it against AC Milan. 
Oh no, uh, no, that's a back three. Yeah, um, yeah. That game smells back three, you know, all the way yes. from Rome. So, yes. But uh, at some point, perhaps, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. But I, I, I don't think, I don't think we are ready for it. I don't think we have. Uh, I don't think the players have had enough exposure to that uh, formation, and most of the players are very are pretty much set and adapted to the three-man mm. defense, and they feel comfortable in that formation. If we are to switch to a four-man defense, I think we need to. There need to be clear um, instructions on how or what every single player in the system is meant to do and what is expected of them. Because you need, you know, tactically, you need to be very solid. You need to be always on point. You cannot uh, make any mistakes and you cannot be sloppy in any moment of the game because any lapses in concentration will cost you. And especially with the four-man defense, because with the three-man defense, at least defensively, you have an extra man and that mm. that helps a lot. That helps a lot. In close, yeah. yeah, it helps a lot in closing down defense. So for the four-man defense to work, you need, you need to be tactically much more dedicated and, uh, and I would also say loyal because you need to be there for your teammates. Uh, and uh, I mean, just to give an example, if you look at Morocco in the World Cup, they were tactically uh, very solid. And uh, I'm not expecting us to say, play the same way, but I think uh, could be inspiration in in one way or another, to, you know, uh, going forward, especially when it comes to that, you know, the possibility of the team playing as a collective unit that could work, but it requires everyone to, you know, to know exactly uh, what is expected from them and how they are supposed to defend and how they are supposed to attack as a team. And um, I don't think it has been that clear in the three-man, I mean, the the 3-5-2, whatever you would say. So, uh, but it's... uh, I mean, nothing suggests that thing things will improve. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can you can add quality uh, in this team, and it will only take you so far uh, because the individual brilliance of some of the players. Of course, you will benefit from it, uh, but I don't think it will make uh, the difference between a top four and you know um, and. Uh, uh, and out, and being outside top four because I, I still don't believe it's good enough. It needs to be um, the more is expected from the uh, from the management and when it comes to preparing the games. I mean, increasing this, the quality of the performance because we play really poor. And unless that happens, I don't think a simple switch in formation will change that. Unfortunately. No, that, no, that's understandable. Um, I do have a couple of questions about individual performances from yesterday. I had two standout players, one in defence and one in defensive midfield, but there was another sort of bright spark was the young uh, Tarevic. Is it Tarevic? Uh, the Swedish, is it Swedish, Bosnian sort of? Yeah, quite, Tahirovic. Uh, very tall, 
defensive midfielder. He impressed when he came on against um, Torino just before the World Cup break. He was handed his first start for Roma, playing in a, a double pivot with Brian Cristante. Um, he is the other player in midfield who I thought had a really good game yesterday. I made some very vital interceptions right near the end, especially on Cambiasso. Um, but what were your thoughts on the young young Swede first start and debut overall? I think he did okay. It was nothing spectacular, but uh, in uh, a game like that, you don't expect them uh, to try to, uh, you know, try too hard. You just wanted to stick to the basics yeah. and uh, be there for the teammates, uh, give extra cover in midfield, working capacity, and uh, he did all of that. So it was nothing, uh, no. I mean, nothing wow about the performance, but I think it was a good performance. He didn't, he didn't have a poor game, and he didn't let the the big moment get to him, mm. and that's very important because you need to keep your head cool under these circumstances because it's a big game, and he's very young. I mean, it's a big game because he's starting a Serie A game for the first time. So, uh, with everything that includes, uh, I think he, he he did quite well under circumstances. Yeah, I was impressed. Um, I think he got a little bit leggy right when he before he got substituted, which is understandable. Uh, my other two players, unmentioned one was Brian Cristante, but Chris Smalling, another vital uh, performance. Uh, he's out of contract at the end of the uh, at the at the end of the season. Um, uh, I would ad- advise Roma to offer him a new deal at all costs because I think Roma would be lost without him. He's had a terrific season so far made some very vital blocks right near the end, especially that one where Arnautovic's back heel caught three Roma uh, defensive midfielders out of position and Smallin tracked the run along with Rory Patricia and made some vital blocks. Smallin did an all right, sorry, he did a good job against Arnautovic, who's a very canny striker back to to goal and also he floats around. So I think him... Uh, and Cristante were outstanding. Uh, would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you have any other standouts from yesterday? Well, shout out to Abraham for saving that. Oh uh, yes, the header. Yeah, the line. I mean, but uh, I mean, like you mentioned, uh, uh, those players. Yeah, but. I don't think apart from that there were any standout players because mm. uh, it wasn't a it wasn't a very good game. Uh, so, but you know you saw glimpses of what these players are able to to do. So under these circumstances, those players you mentioned, yeah, I would say the same. Yeah. Um, also, I'm just going to say this: the world was uh, denied a Gianluca Mancini golasso. On 16 minutes when he he took a long-range effort from, I think it was about 35 yards out, and it was goal-bound, and then Zaniolo decided to divert it. I thought that was going in, um, and the world and Twitter would have exploded with Gianluca Mancini, who is well-known for uh, his hero being Marco Materazzi and being a bit of a shithouse and getting so many yellow cards. But the world was denied him a a worldie. And also, he did assist Zaniolo's goal for the world, for the Conference League. But he has that in his locker. And also, Lorenzo Pellegrini scored again from a set piece. He still hasn't scored from open play since the Empoli game in October 2021, which is almost 
13, 14 months. So that's uh, that's my main takeaways from the game. Uh, so Roma sixth. There were some interesting results yesterday. Lazio losing away at Lecce was quite interesting. And then Atalanta dropping points against Spezia. We've got the the chaos of Serie A back, haven't we, Imran? All 10 games are played on uh, on yesterday. It sort of went Roma's way to a point. Inter managed to defeat Napoli yesterday evening and Dzeko scoring. Um, but it was good to start the win, start the year, sorry, with a win in 2023, just to close the gap a little bit, isn't it? Just to start the year in the right way, going into a massive game on Sunday and going into the Coppa Italia game next Thursday. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you always you always look for the win and it, psychologically and mentally you make it a bit easier for yourself if you get first win of the, of the year because then you don't build that unnecessary burden on yourself. So, so that was good. It was good to get off the mark uh, in 2023 and uh, they won't be able to rest for too long because we get we have a very important a big game coming on uh, uh, on Sunday. I think it is right. Yes, it's the Sunday night game at the San Siro. Sunday uh, night game, yeah, yeah. Uh, Milan beat San Lanzana in the early kickoff in the first game of 2023. Um, I think Rafael Liao scored the opening goal of the. Of the the calendar year, um, Milan are pretty much back where they were going into 2023. Um, I think Sunday's going to be a really tough game. Roma travelled to the San Siro this time last year and lost 3-1. Uh, if memory serves me right, two players got sent off in Karsdorp and Mancini. Uh, Abraham excuse me, gave away a penalty after, what, four minutes with that very random handball. Abraham Nan scored just before half time, but Roma don't tend to do well against Milan recently. And I think they've struggled in the last couple of performances. Again, I think didn't they lost they they lost both games last year. Uh they struggled under Fonseca also. They they lost a couple of times, but it's always it's gonna be a tough, tough ask. Um with the second game of the season, I the games are going to be coming quick and fast, isn't they, Imran? They've got, what, 22 Serie A games left of the season in six months, especially with a condensed season after the World Cup. They've got the Coppa Italia and they've got the Europa League against Red Bull Salzburg coming up. So it's going to be a quite tough next six to eight weeks with, with the games against, I think it's Fiorentina, uh, away at Napoli. Uh, I think there's a game against Spezia also involved and then Cremonese. So it's going to be some quite interesting games coming up. Yeah, yeah, it would be a congested fixture, and uh, I mean, due to the World Cup and the special circumstances, but and interesting games coming up. But I think a lot of opportunities as well to get uh, both uh, good performances, but also results uh, against some of the sides that you expect us to beat. So I think we just need to hang in there and uh, grind out wins and uh, try to stay close to top four as uh, as much as we can. Yeah, yeah, completely agree. So it's it's Milan-Roma on Sunday, then the Coppa Italia game on the 12th. Uh, Roma play Fiorentina on the 15th, then away at Spezia on the 22nd, and then we end the month away at Napoli on the 29th, and then Empoli, Lecce, Rebel, Salzburg, 
Verona and Red Bull Salzburg and then end in February with Cremonese. So it's not a bad running going into March. There's Roma, as we pretty much known, are quite slow starters in 20, uh, sorry, the beginning of the year. And they sort of have these mental dropouts. Remember a couple of seasons ago where they started the year okay and then had that horrific run of form under Fonseca, which cost them dearly in March 2021 when they lost to Parma, Napoli, Milan. Uh, they dropped points away at Sassuolo. They lost to Torino. They lost to who else did they lose to? Calorie, who was struggling at the bottom of the table, and then they put all their eggs in the basket for, <clears throat> for for the Europa League and got knocked out by Man United. So it's as you said, it's essential to to grind out these results and just put themselves where they have to be. Just going into the busy time of the year in March and April, where it really does seem to kick on with Serie A and just in all football where you're coming into the business end of the season and where this, these runs are where you have to pick up the important points and pick up the momentum going into April, May and, and even, sorry, this year, June, because the season ends on the first weekend of June. So you, you have to pick up that momentum going into the, uh, going into the, important part of the season there's some winnable games isn't there so to you have to pick up wins against the Fiorentina suspects and hopefully you can manage to pick up a result against AC Milan on Sunday but um, I'm crossing my fingers crossing my toes just just have maybe just praying uh, to, that we actually do get a result um, we'll end on this Imran Salvatore Forti I think he's unbeaten He's unbeaten. Touch, <laughs> well, on touchline, is it two out of two? Yeah, isn't it? He has lost it. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, he does I'm, well. When what he sent off. I'm not saying anything. I think, isn't Jose suspended for the game on Sunday after his uh, incident against Torino? It was two games. Yeah, I think so, yeah. I'm not saying anything. I don't want any fan base to get at us. Uh, we're not criticising. We're just pointing out the fact. <laughs> Jose's assistant manager is unbeaten. Uh, could he make it three or three on Sunday? Who knows? Um, Imran, do you have anything else to to discuss? I think we pretty much discussed what we wanted to talk about. Yeah, we did. Yeah, uh, Roma started twenty twenty three with a with a one nil win. I won't say sufferable, but it, we have to suffer, uh, guys. You can follow us at lemagicast dot com. You can find all our previous episodes of the podcast including our, our latest episode which was a year interview with me joey and sam as we dissect, dissected roma in 2022 i hope you guys enjoyed that um you can find us on all podcast platforms so your apple podcast spotify soundcloud podbean tune in etc etc <clears throat> excuse me i've got a frog in my throat um imran thank you very much for joining me on this thursday evening um glad to have sari out back you. Glad to have it back. Embrace the chaos. Embrace the chaotic nature in the next six months. It's going to be a fun ride. Yeah, it will. We have a title race. We have a Europe race. We have Juventus coming out of nowhere. Roma winning games in ways which they have been doing for the rest uh, for the sorry the previous months of the season. You've got Lazio dropping points. You have. Sampdoria winning games at the bottom of the table, but get ready. Serie A is going to be fun this year. Um, that's enough from myself and Imran. Enjoy your Thursday. Enjoy the, the rest of the week. Enjoy the football that's coming up. There is some Coppa Italia coming up next week. Uh, if you're in the UK, 
that's on Premier Sports. Roma's game against Genoa is on Premier Sports on, on next Thursday. But Imran, a pleasure as always. Thank you very much. Thank you. No worries. Uh, for Saroma and ciao. Ciao.